This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. Dragon boat racing has a history of 2,000 years, but this example of cultural heritage is not just a museum piece; it's living history. It's been gaining popularity as a sports event and a tourism phenomenon. There's no pressure when it comes to expectations. Let's paddle and fight together. We just have to go forward with the team's rhythm and carve it out. It doesn't matter if we win or not. We get it done and give everything we got. You can relax your minds. You can work hard. You get into the zone. You get into the flow, and you just want to keep going. So your mind becomes still, and you just carry on paddling as hard as you can. In Guangdong, people have held over 200 dragon boat events so far this year. Across China, at least 20 provincial regions have their own dragon boat racing events. What's behind the revival of this ancient tradition, and what economic and cultural benefits is it bringing back? For more, I spoke with CGTN radio reporter Li Yunqi. This episode is brought to you on Thursday, June 22nd, the Dragon Boat Festival. So Yunqi, as a Chinese person who grew up in the north, I must say I don't have much first-hand experience about dragon boat racing. But I know dragon boat racing has a long tradition in the south of China. So first, in general, how popular is dragon boat racing today in China? Well, as someone that grew up in the south. I actually also didn't have that much first-hand experience of dragon boat racing, and these days you actually don't have to be in the south to read the news to see the news of the coverage about this dragon boat racing because it's become a nationwide, even an international sports. You can hear the drumming sounds that are keeping the paddlers in rhythm. Basically, since the 1980s, China has been trying to standardize this ancient tradition and trying to make it a more modern, fair, competitive, and and fun to watch for everybody to enjoy and maybe sometimes participate. In Guangdong Province alone, this year there will be 229 dragon boat races,、mm. and while there's one international race, one national race, and some provincial and city level race, but actually the majority of them, over 200 of these. Races actually still take place where the sport was originated from, which is the villages, the townships level, that for the general public to enjoy it and fun.、Mm. What does a dragon boat competition normally look like? Like, are there any special rituals involved? Since we're talking about a tradition with thousands of years of history, it is true. The story that most people are familiar with is that this dragon boat tradition came from. This poet named、uh, Qu Yuan, but、uh, actually there are different versions of the story in different regions of China. Like、uh, in Zhejiang Province, this ancient figure is actually believed to be someone else called Cao Er.、Mm-hmm. And whereas if you go to places like in Jiangsu, and this story goes to another person called Wu Zixu,、mm-hmm. so the figures behind the story they actually have different roots in different regions of China and. I mean, it can go all the way different to Guangxi and Fuzhou, but what's commonly recognized is that even before these stories happen, this practice of dragon boat racing was believed to already exist before these historic figures. These regions that I brought up, they are all of them are from the south of China,、mm-hmm. and why this sport has become popular or originated from the south of China is because. The south of China, they have more waterways, rivers, so that's environment, the condition for the sport to be born, and also the upside of having these rivers is that people can well enjoy 
water activities in the summertime. But the downside of having these rivers is that during the rainy seasons, there might be severe floods, especially in the ancient times that people couldn't fight against this natural phenomenon.、Mm. So that's why people started by. Paddling and racing these dragon boats in the shape of a dragon, which stands for auspicious and the luck in ancient China, as a way of praying to the god to for peace and protection. These religious rituals they are not practiced anymore, but、uh, the shape of that of the dragon head and the dragon tail are still kept. Till these days, even though people don't practice those rituals anymore, and also that's the same for the overseas countries because the dragon boat has become quite an international sport. But、uh, for the foreigners who don't even know this part of the story, they might still be driving or paddling a boat that has the dragon boat, the traditional features.、Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's getting more and more popular in China. What's behind this? Rising popularity of this ancient tradition. I think the most obvious reason is definitely the competitiveness, just like any other sport. But at the same time, it's also quite a generic feature because most sports are competitive. It's either competing against another team or competing against time. So it's a clocked event. But something that makes dragon boat very unique is that there's a huge amount of teamwork needed. In this sport, there are different sizes of dragon boats and different numbers of paddlers involved. But the most common one, you will see over 20 paddlers driving or being on one that's about 25 meters long, and that number is normally unseen in basically every other sport,、mm. because the common sports that with the most number of、uh, athletes that we can see in our daily lives are probably like、uh, football. American football or hockey, but for dragon boat, you will see twenty paddlers paddling simultaneously at the same time. So that's quite a scene and a view of teamwork to to observe and watch. And that's probably one thing that makes the spectating part of dragon boat、uh, very fun from other sports. When the river is wide enough to accommodate four or even more dragon boats, then you will be seeing. At least a hundred people paddling at the same time,、mm. and I believe that something that else makes this paddling sport, this water sport, very unique is that the dragon boat often comes with a drummer. It's the kind of drummer that makes rhythm. It's a team of huge group of people, and if you wanna, the twenty paddlers working at the same time simultaneously. You're gonna need to provide something for them to work together upon, and so in this case, this drumming sound also makes dragon boat racing very unique from other paddling sports.、Mm. We tend to witness two directions for any popular sports, either being more competitive and professional, or the other way, like you mentioned, the spectating part being more friendly to the general public. Which direction do you think dragon boat racing is going in China? Because I know it's already a competition event at the Asian Games and also a demonstration event at the Olympics. That's right. I think dragon boat currently is going both ways. Both the professional sport that's competitive and very fun, exhilarating to watch, and at the same time, it's also open to the public, like、uh, street basketball, that everybody can participate. 
And personally, I do prefer the more grassroots level because it's actually more fun to watch.、Mm. Like you said, it's become an official event at the 2010 Asian Games, the Tokyo Olympics. It became a demonstration event. At the same time, I think Dragon Boat, on the other part of this sport, it has great potential to become a sport. That's for everyone because some of the sports they might be reserved only for the professionals.、Mm. Over the past few weeks, the viral videos you see online, most of them are actually the amateur level Dragon Boat races. Do you have any specific example, any、uh, specific game you can share with us? One of the most viral videos these days is probably that race from a village called Diejiao in Guangdong Province. And the reason why it's so exhilarating to watch this specific dragon boat racing is because the dragon boat racing there is not simply paddling forward on a wide, big river against other teams. So here, the organizers they have specifically designed the waterway to be the narrow waterways that goes around this village. There's one corner where gathered、uh, most of the spectators is. That the dragon boat racers they have to make a turn to go underneath a very narrow bridge.、Mm -hmm. That's probably one fifth、mm -hmm. of the total length of the dragon boat. Just imagine when, even if when you are driving a car through such a narrow tunnel, you're gonna have to slow down to avoid scratches. But for a dragon boat sports event that involves over twenty people, so it's gonna be a very delicate work to steer. To slow down, and most of the time, the dragon boat they would have inevitably bump into the wall of the bridge, and so that's why a lot of spectators they gather there and wait for the drama.、Mm, very interesting.、Uh, you mentioned a organizer. I'm curious, what would be the incentives for the organizers to promote it to the general public and make more people to participate instead of just being、uh, spectators? I think there's definitely a huge incentive for. The organizers, because we are talking about、uh, well, there are different parts of this sport. So the professional, very competitive part, and the other part being the one that's reserved, open to everyone.、Mm. And when it when a sport has become a public sport, it's no longer just a sport itself. And I think a very good example for that will be probably the kind of very popular public sport that in China these days, which is half marathons.、Mm. And、um, you must have noticed that probably out of nowhere there are half marathons everywhere in this city, that city, all around、uh, China. And have you noticed that maybe some of your friends are also starting to participate,、mm -hmm. taking photos, selfies in these marathons? Right. So you believe the organizers of dragon boat racing can learn something from half marathons? Yes, I think to some extent because they are both public sports. In the case of half marathons, many people they actually fly. To a different city just for participating、mm -hmm. in that event, and、um, based on these marathon events in China, usually between fifty percent to eighty percent of the participants are actually from outside of this hosting city.、Mm. So the similarity that marathon events share with、uh, dragon boat racing is how the organizer develops the route, the courses for、mm. running, because. And、the organizers should actually most of the time they want to showcase the best part of the city, and they would design a lot of zigzags along this marathon course. 
And so the runners, they're going to run through the most iconic places, architectures, buildings of this city. And so they're going to have the best experience of the, the best look of this place. And in some cases, like in Hangzhou, the marathon in Hangzhou this year, it's around the famous uh, Westlake. Mm -hmm. And in some other cities like Chongqing, the cities with a lot of verticality, you're going to be expecting the runners going up and down and more different and unique views. Mm. And so that's something the marathon events share with uh, dragon boat races. Because like I said, in those small villages where the sport came from, it's normally the small rivers that goes around the village. So when you are paddling the dragon boat through a place like here, you're going to be driving through a lot of ancient mm -hmm. and historic architectures. And whereas if you go to the bigger international cities like, uh, well, Beijing, Shanghai, or any other, the big cities you can easily name, then you will be seeing the best part or most of the landmark skyscrapers mm. and modern buildings. Because I think for most international cities, not just in China, but around the world, the city centers and the CBDs, they're actually built around the main artery river. Mm in the local place, like uh, the Pudong River in Shanghai, the Pearl River in Guangzhou. Yeah, so I think this is something the Dragon Ball Racing shares a lot with marathon events by providing different and fun views for the participants and also the audiences to watch. Mm. So marathon and Dragon Ball are two very different sports. How do you see this? How impractical can Dragon Ball Racing organizers learn from marathon? Of course, uh, jogging, running is something that everybody can participate. But if you're going to join a dragon boat racing event, you will need equipment, gear. So the advantage of this dragon boat of over 20 people in one boat, maybe at this point has become a disadvantage because you can't participate in this event alone. Mm -hmm. But I think these challenges could be easily fixed because like uh, just the past weekend, Toronto, held its 34th Dragon Boat Festival. And so the organizers, they would actually provide equipment for anyone that wanted just to experience this sport. And for any solo players, solo paddlers, or people that come in small groups that are not enough for a whole boat, the organizers, they can team you up with other participants. So you'll be able to have fun and just enjoy this sport. Mm. This is just a profit from this kind of event. And I think, like your introduction, a sport activity can actually boost the economy outside the track and fields. So like marathon, runners also need to uh, constantly or regularly upgrade their gears. So does Dragon Boat Racing have such potential? Uh, how expensive are the Dragon Boats? Well, the Dragon Boats, they are definitely more expensive than sneakers. Mm -hmm. And um, there's not a overview of the entire Dragon Boat manufacturing sector in China yet. But um, I found this place is called Mi Luo Village. Mm -hmm. And it's famous for its uh, Dragon Boat uh, manufacturing companies. It's got like around 23 manufacturers for Dragon Boats over there. Mm -hmm. And the market value of these Dragon Boats are estimated to be 150 million Chinese mm -hmm. yuan a year. Mm -hmm. That's actually a quite a small number compared to the sophisticated, the developed sports industries like uh, running, marathon. So there is actually a fun fact about marathon that most hosting cities, they are actually losing money mm. 
by hosting the marathon events.、Mm-hmm. The reason why there are still more and more Chinese cities that are developing an interest in hosting marathon events is because there's a lot of invisible values for this. Public sport, because as we were speaking, when a sport has become a public sport, it's no longer just a sport itself.、Mm-hmm. In the case of a marathon, fifty percent to eighty percent of the runners they actually came from elsewhere, and that involves a huge amount of tourism economic boost. So apart from the invisible tourism benefits and also the gear, the equipment. That come along with the dragon boat racing. One thing that's quite unique in China is this team building business,、mm-hmm. because as as we were speaking, that、uh, dragon boat actually involves a lot of teamwork. Over twenty people have to be paddling at the same time. Recently, there are actually a lot of team building service providers. They have incorporated dragon boat as one of the services for company staff to improve their teamwork spirit. Most people probably wouldn't expect this. That、uh, last year, this market, this industry of team building was actually estimated to be three hundred billion yuan.、Mm. But of course, Dragon Boat may only play a small part in this huge industry. But I, I believe we have been seeing like more coverage and more popularity from this ancient、uh, sports of China as the popularity rises with this sport. It will play a bigger part. There will be more people interested in using dragon boat as a way for developing their team spirit.、Mm. On top of everything, I think、uh, once this becomes a sophisticated support, you will be expecting like these training services, training venues, and training facilities that goes around this entire industry. And that's something. That's a trend we've been seeing. From this rising popularity of dragon boat racing, so I believe there's a lot more to expect in the future.、Hmm. Dragon boat racing is a popular sport around the world. Influential races include the ones in Manchester, Toronto, and Sydney. Almost all states in the United States have their own dragon boat racing events. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you like what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. You can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Suyi, and my colleagues Fei Fei and Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN radio reporter Li Yunqi. See you next time.